Soon after, Sir George Cockburn came on board, attended by Mr. Bing as his secretary, for the purpose of examining Bonaparte's baggage. He had directions to apply to some person of his suite to attend at the search. The proposal was made to Count Bertrand, but he was so indignant at the measure that he positively refused either to be present himself or to direct any other person to superintend. General Savary, however, consented and was present, as was Marchand. The covers of the trunks were merely open, and Mr. Bing passed his hand down the side, but the things were not unpacked. Once or twice, when the door of the after cabin was open, Bonaparte expressed his obligation to Mr. Bing for the delicate manner in which he conducted the search by bowing to him. When they came to the boxes containing the money, of which there were two, Marchand was permitted to take out such a sum as was considered necessary for paying the wages of the servants that were to be left behind and for other contingent expenses. One box containing 4,000 gold napoleons was retained and put under my charge, where it remained until my arrival in London when I delivered it to Sir Hudson Lowe to be restored to its owner, as will be seen by the following order. You are hereby required and directed to receive into your custody such a sum of money belonging to General Bonaparte as will be delivered into your charge by Rear Admiral Sir George Cockburn, granting proper receipts for the same. On the 7th of August, I have left on board the Bellerophon in charge of Captain Maitland the sum of 80,000 francs and 4,000 gold napoleons, Marchand, First Valley de Chambre. I acknowledge to have received a box with four paper packages said to contain 4,000 gold napoleons, the property of Napoleon Bonaparte, Fred Maitland. As I shall not have to revert to the subject of money, I shall here subjoin the receipt I obtained on delivering it at the Admiralty Office, though it is of a date sometime posterior. Received from Captain Maitland a box containing four packages, marked each 20,000 francs, and said to contain 4,000 Napoleon's door. H. Lowe, Major General. About 11 a.m., Lord Keith came on board in the Tunnet's barge to accompany one apart from the Bowerfin to the Northumberland. Count Bertrand immediately went into the cabin to inform him of his lordship's arrival. It was, however, full two hours before it was reported that he was ready to attend him. About one o'clock, the barge of the Admiral was prepared, a captain's guard turned out, and by Lord Keith's direction, as Napoleon crossed the quarter-deck to leave the ship, the guard presented arms, and three ruffles of the drum were beat, being the salute given to a general officer. He walked out of the cabin with a steady firm step, came up to me, and taking off his hat, said, Captain Maitland, I take this last opportunity of once more returning you my thanks for the manner in which you have treated me while on board the Bellerophon, and also to request you will convey them to the officers and ship's company you command. Then turning to the officers who were standing by me, he added, Gentlemen, I have requested your captain to express my gratitude to you for your attention to me and to those who have followed my fortunes. He then went forward to the gangway, and before he went down, the ship's side bowed 
two or three times to the ship's company, who were collected in the waist and on the forecastle. He was followed by the ladies and the French officers, and lastly by Lord Keith, after the boat had shoved off and got the distance of about 30 yards from the ship, he stood up, pulled his hat off, and bowed first to the officers, and then to the men, and immediately sat down and entered into conversation with Lord Keith with as much apparent composure as if he had been only going from one ship to the other to pay a visit. 